Guess who? Oh yeah, you dirty Chester Franklin fan. Oh, I'm back. Chester Franklin back in the studio. It's Chester Friday once again, a man that needs no introduction, but I do love to introduce myself in the third person. I just can't resist. Welcome back. Welcome back. This episode, I want to talk about pranks. You know, because I'm a big prankster. Chester Franklin's a huge prankster. Uh, I still ding-dong ditch to this day. Even though I'm 30 years old, I still ding-dong ditch. Now, before you go out there and try to copy me, because I know I'm so influential, before you go to copy me, I'd really suggest to double-think it. Because when you're a kid... It's really cute. Or it could be annoying to residents when they open the door and they see a bunch of kids, you know, trampling off. Like, oh, you little shits, you know. It could probably be pretty annoying. But what's even worse is when you hear your doorbell ring and you're answering the door and you're walking up to your door and you see a grown man with a beard standing at your door. And then when I hear your doorknob rattle, I start to run off. That's how you get the cops called on you. Take it from me. The last time my doorbell ditched, I did it around the neighborhood to a few different houses. So neighbors are kind of out there like looking at each other like, hey, did somebody ring your doorbell? Yeah, somebody ring my doorbell too. Little did they know, I'm across the street from their cul-de-sac and I'm just kind of watching like hella innocent and stuff, you know, and I'm behind a bush. So as innocent as a grown man behind a bush can be, I'm just kind of like peeking over. I'm watching. I'm watching them consult with each other. Like, what the fuck just happened? I just seen a bearded man run off. They just doorbell ditch me. And then pretty soon the cops come. So then that's when you, like, if you're me, that's when you go get your dog and you, like, take it for a walk. And you you put your mask on, you know, your COVID mask. And you just kind of walk by and see what the cops are talking about. Walked right by them, right under their nose. They didn't even know it was me. Fuck, great police work, pieces of shit. I bet if I was looking for ass whipping, you'd be right there, though. Anyway, before we start getting too dark. uh, It's not about pranks in general that I want to talk about. I want to talk about prank calls and my experience and history with prank calls. The There used to be, in my town... There used to be a little grocery store, a Korean-owned grocery store, and they had other stuff too, birthday cards and and things like that. And in the store, everything was expired, even the candy. Me and my friends used to go in there, and we would like put on coats. Even in the summer, we'd put on coats and just walk in there and just start stuffing all the pockets, the inside pockets, the outside pockets, with all this candy. My dad even used to buy dog food from there that was expired for my dog. He'd buy the dog food and he'd open up the box and there's a bunch of dead moths in there. So they sold nothing but pretty much, you know, just uh, expired shit. And we'd go in as kids and steal all the candy. And they would yell at us. But I always wondered why they didn't chase us. Why they didn't really try to stop us. 
And after all this time, I realized, you know, we would get back home, me and my friends, like, oh, what did you steal? What did you steal? And we'd, we'd pile our candy. And there'd be like Twizzler. And if you don't know what Twizzler is, it's kind of like licorice. Not the black licorice, but like red licorice. And red licorice, it's a bright red. Well, these Twizzlers, they're supposed to be the same color. But the Twizzlers we stole from this, this store, it's, if I didn't say the name already, it was called uh, Pacific Foods. <coughs> well, when you'd open up a Twizzler from Pacific Foods, it would be almost like a clear orangey kind of color. So now I know why they never chased us. Well, on the side of Pacific Foods, there's a parking lot, but right against the building, there was a payphone. I don't know how many of you guys remember payphones. Well, I used to love to prank call. And across the street from Pacific Foods, there's a restaurant, and it's called Flippy's. Pacific Foods is no longer there, but Flippy's still is. And there's a bus stop right in front of Flippy's. Well, I discovered when it comes to pay phones, because you used to have to pay, what, 50, 60 cents for a phone call, but it's free if you call 911. So I would prank call 911 in the parking lot of Pacific Foods. Well, one day, there's this, this Mexican guy, and he's just waiting on the bus. He's minding his own business. And... Flippies, it's only open until lunch. So this was after lunch. Flippies is already closed down for the day. And I decide I'm going to, you know, I, none of my friends were available to play. So I'm just by myself. So I pick up the phone and I call 911 on this dude that's waiting on the bus. And I'm like, yeah, um, there's this dude. He, he looks Mexican. He has a dark baseball hat on. A white shirt, blue jeans, and some tan boots. And I seen him walking around flippies trying to pry the windows open with a screwdriver. And then I hung up. So then I go to the other side of the parking lot where there's kind of like a dumpster and I still have a view of flippies across the street. So I'm sitting there and I'm just watching this dude hoping the bus doesn't come. And pretty, pretty soon here comes the cops, right? It was two, two patrol vehicles. And they get out and they yell at him. They tell him to put his hands on his fucking head. And then they start patting him down. This dude's so confused. I don't know how much I would pay just to laugh like I did that day again. Like, you think you, you laugh your cock off at, you know, movies like Step Brothers and shit. This shit was fucking hilarious because this dude had no idea what was going on. This dude was minus his own fucking business. He's just trying to get home. And now the cops are patting him down, putting his hands on his head, looking for a screwdriver that doesn't exist. And then they start questioning him. And, and then he misses his bus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's I know it's wrong. Now, mind you, this was 19 years ago. I was not more than, you know, 10, uh, 10 or 11 when I did this. So now I know it's wrong. It's still funny as fuck. But it's wrong. But I have a funnier story. 
talking about innocent victims here. Well, me and Elmer, you remember him from my last podcast, episode 11, Birth of a Friendship, How We Met. Well, for more than one reason, he's my best friend. He likes to prank call too. So at 14, 15 years old, me and him were prank calling up a storm. This is back in the days with with phone books. I don't know how many of you that are listening remember phone books. Like the yellow pages. Well, my grandparents, they had a yellow pages. And Elmer and I, we, we, we learned how to, I think it's called like star... 89, star 86, somehow, I don't remember off the top of my head, but you used to be able to dial it before you dial a number and it blocks your number from other people's caller ID. So we would use my grandparents' house phone and we would dial that first and then we would we would look for a name in the phone book and any name that had a, a, a man's and woman's name along with their last name So let's just say it's Adam and Jane Guerrero, okay? Anybody who had that in in their listing, we would call. Now, I had a deep voice. Elmer was able to do a woman's voice, and everyone thought it was hilarious. He used to be able to do this really good woman's voice. Turns out my nuts dropped before him, and now that his nuts finally dropped, he probably doesn't know how to do it anymore. But he used to be able to do a really good woman's voice. So this is what we would do. We would go down the phone book, and so let's say Adam and Jane Guerrero. Let's say that Adam answered. Well, if Adam answered, I would talk because I had a deep voice, and I would ask for his wife. Well, he would be like, Adam might be like, Oh, can I ask who's calling? I'm like, yeah, this is her boyfriend, Todd. I'm, I'm, um, tell her I'm running a little bit late for our date. And he'd be like, date? Boyfriend? Hold up, hold up. I'm her husband. I'm like, oh, fuck. Dude, I'm sorry. I, I did not know she was married. Like, I would say stuff like that, you know? And I'd, I'd run that gambit as long as I could until I just had to hang up until I... <laughs> and so... Same thing with Elmer. Elmer would do if a woman answered. Um, you know, if 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 Jane answered, Elmer would ask Jane. Oh, is Adam home? Or is Adam home? She's like, he's still at work. Who's this? This is his girlfriend. I'm just calling to see if we're still going on a date on um on Wednesday. And then the wife would get hella mad, like I'm his wife. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I never wanted you to find out this way. And so in that way, I think we really ruin people's lives. And again, I know it's wrong and I wouldn't do it today, but today it's still hilarious. And I wonder how long families were traumatized by us just doing prank calls because people would be all in like, the last thing your your wife wants is another woman calling your phone and then she answers like, who the fuck is this? Oh, we've been fucking around, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, there's one more. Before I forget, there's one more. So, so one time we called, and I'm going to still use the name Adam and Jane just for uh, expediency. So 
Elmer called as a woman and and he asked for for the dad. He asked for Adam. And the girl was like, "Oh, you know, my parents are at, you know, my parents are at work or whatever. Um Adam's not here, but can I take a message?" And so Elmer says, <laughs> you know, pretty much the same stuff. We kind of run the same gambit like, "Oh, is um if Adam's not there, can you just let him know that I'm ready?" When he is to come pick me up for our date. She's like, date? She's like, my my parents have been married for 30 years. Like, what? So then Elmer really dug in. Dug his heels in. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry you had to find out like this. I didn't know. I don't want to ruin a family. I don't want this. I don't want that. She's like, no, no. The daughter was like, no, no. Thank you very much for letting me know. I had no idea all this time what my dad was doing. And like, it just became. (laughs) The good old days, right? So that's my episode on prank calls. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you. We'll listen again next week for another story, another memory, another tale, perhaps another interview. Who knows? You guys take care and don't don't believe in everyone who calls you. We have cell phones now. It's not kind of how it used to be where it was on the house phones. Like now you can pretty much reject a call you don't recognize. So probably have no worries, but be aware of those prank calls, you guys, because me and Elmer did them for years. I love you guys. Until next week, tune in next Chester Friday. Adios.